discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is. That is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified. Praise the Lord. You are welcome once again to our seed sowing day. <laughs> Finally, 16th August 2020 is here with us. And it's a blessing. Thank God for life, for his blessings, for his grace, for his kindness, for his mercies, for his goodness and his peace. Thank God for all the beautiful things that he's done for us. Let's share a word of prayer and then we'll start. Father, thank you for your blessings. Thank you for this beautiful Sunday morning. Thank you for the gift of life, for your precious Holy Spirit who is here with us. Thank you that even as we share a word briefly, you grant us great grace to receive your word with meekness and with gladness. We receive your word mixed with faith. Thank you that these words produce fruit in our lives. And even as we hear, we do to your glory because of the grace that we receive as we hear. Thank you, Father, that our glory changes to another level altogether. Our peace changes to another level altogether. You said in your word that grace and peace be multiplied unto us through the knowledge of God and through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As we hear your word, your knowledge comes to us and the knowledge of your Son comes to us. Therefore, we increase in grace and increase in knowledge and increase in peace on every sphere of our lives, even in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Wow. It's my singular honor to share with you some few things just some few. I've shared so many things with you in the past two weeks or three weeks. Like I said, the whole month of August is going to be committed to financial prosperity, to giving, and the aftermath and all that. So after today, after I sit somewhere in there, on Wednesday, I'll continue and share with you what to do, how to water your seed, and all of those things. And try and give you a very complete perspective concerning giving and receiving. Hallelujah. So today I want to share from I don't know, I've not titled it, probably you can call it Giving to God, part five. Okay, so I'm sure you've prepared your seed by now, but you are not now preparing your seed. Some of us have been raising seeds from our statuses, from friends and family. I mean, one of our elders was telling me that he told his boss that we are building a church, and his boss just gave him 2,000 Ghana cities just like that to sow. I mean, it's a blessing. When I heard it, I was really encouraged. I was like, wow. It's a great bless. I know you've gathered so much. I'm sure you've gathered so much to give to the Lord. And you can't wait to give. Now, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, from verse 1, Paul talks about how that people, these people had made ready their money, like you have. You know, he said, you've made ready your bounty. He called it a bounty. A huge amount. A huge offering. A huge seed that they have prepared. This morning, I know that your seed is ready. And I want to show you about that seed. And also show you how to give your seed, how to sow your, your seed and how to give your sacrifice unto the Lord, for it to be acceptable to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, 2 Corinthians 9, from verse 1, it says, For us touching the ministering to the saints, it is superfluous for me to write to you. It is it's superfluous. Like, we've discussed this thing already. Let's read the BB. I'm sure it will help us. Verse 1. But there is no need for me to say anything in my letter about the giving to the saints. It's like I don't need to say much. Because all has been said. We've said so much already. You see, look at the next verse. Then he says, For I know the forwardness of your mind, for which I boast of you to them of Macedonia. Let's read in the BBA, please. Go back to BBA. He says, For I have before me clear to those of Macedonia my pride in your ready mind, saying to them that Achaia has been ready for a year back. A year back. They had gathered seed over a year. And they were going to give it to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then he says, And a great number have been moved to do the same by your example. Other people have been moved to do the same thing because of your example of gathering seed for the Lord. Hallelujah. Just as we've all been moved by various people around us. I mean, I saw some testimonies rolling, you know, in different places 
concerning people gathering and what happened with them some time back when they gave to the Lord. It's, it's wonderful. It's been a beautiful period of gathering seed to the Lord. Next verse, look at verse 3. He says, but I have sent the brothers so that the good things we said about you may be seen to be true. And that, as I said, you may be ready. Verse 4, are you ready? Then he says, for fear that if any from Macedonia come with me and you are not ready, we, we, not to say you, might be put to shame in this thing. He says, I've told other people that you guys are ready. I've hyped you. I've hyped you seriously that you guys have been ready for a year. So I want to make sure what I said is what is actually happening. So I've sent the brothers to come and come and check to make sure that your bounty is really like that. It was for some of us. Our pastors have called us. I don't know if your pastor called you or your leader called you or someone called you to check if you are giving what you're supposed to give. Are you giving what you're supposed to give? Is it ready? All those things are scripture. That's why some of us were doing that to some of you. It's not everybody who was done to, you know, just to make sure you are doing what you are, you are preparing as you're supposed to towards this beautiful aim, goal that God has given to us to build him a house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at verse 5. Then he says, so it seemed to me wise... For the brothers to go before and see that the amount which you had undertaken to give was ready. Can you imagine that they had an amount that they had in mind to achieve? Amazing. They have pledged something. And he said, I want to, I sent them to come and check. So all these things are in the Bible. Can you imagine? So it seemed to me wise for the brothers to go before and see that the amount which you had undertaken or pledged to give was ready. So that it might be a cause for praise. And not as if we were making profit out of you. Wow. wow. Not as if we we're trying to make profit out, but it will be pray, it will be a praise to the Lord. Wow. wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible is wonderful. Yeah. Everything is inside. Yeah. Read your Bible, I tell you. you it, will, it will make you wise. The Bible says that the scriptures are able to make you wise. It will show you how to lead. It will show you how to do all the things you're supposed to do in every aspect of your life. Hallelujah. Look at verse, verse 6. Then it says, but in the writings it says, he who puts in only a small number of seeds will get in the same. And he who puts them in front, in from a full hand, will have produced in full measure from them. Amazing. Look at verse 7. Let every man do after the purpose of his heart. Not giving with grief or by force, for God takes pleasure in a ready giver. Are you a ready giver? Are you ready? Do you understand a ready giver? One whose money is ready, who has made his, his gift ready. And I know your gift is ready this morning. And because your gift is ready, my job this morning, my duty this morning in a very short period is to help you know how to give it acceptably to the Lord. That's my job this morning. How do I give my seed, my sacrifice to God? How is my sacrifice going to be acceptable to the Lord? Because if you read in Philippians chapter 4 from verse 18, look at Philippians 4, 18. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. A sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. An odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Meaning that there are some sacrifices that are not acceptable to God. You know Cain's sacrifice was not accepted. He did sacrifice something, but it was not accepted before God. It was rejected. God rejected it. So this morning, like I said, my job is to help you know how to sacrifice. Give your offering to the Lord. Give your seed to the Lord. For it to be well-pleasing, acceptable before the Lord. Is it a good assignment that I have this morning? I think it's a wonderful assignment. So how? How do I give my seed? How do I give my sacrifice? The first thing is that you must give with a willing heart. That's the first thing, number one. There are two things that you do. The first one is that you must give with a willing heart. A willing heart. Give with a willing heart. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. Let's read the Amplified. Second Corinthians 9, verse 7. Because I don't want my offering, my sacrifice to be rejected before the Lord. You know, some people have given in times past, but may have not given, may, may, may have not given their offerings or their seeds with the right heart. The Bible says that God looketh on the heart. Man looketh on the outward, but God looketh on the heart. God is always looking at the heart. What kind of a heart are you giving your offering with? What kind of heart are you giving your seed with? 
You've gathered, yes. But what is in your heart? What are you thinking about? What is going on in your heart? Do you see? What is going on in your heart? Do you feel that you've been forced to do what you're doing? Okay, let's just read it. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. It says, let each one give as he has made up his own mind. This is the Amplified. And purpose in his heart. Have you seen it? So your heart has a lot to do with your giving. It says, let each one give as he has made up his own mind. And purpose in his heart. Not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. He says you shouldn't do it reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. Reluctantly. It's like this thing. You remember I spoke about Ananias and Sapphira. They were giving reluctantly. They were giving as though they were under compulsion. They were giving sorrowfully. They thought God is not worth this much. But for you it is not like that. You believe that God is worth what you are going to give. So as you're giving, you must give with a pure heart. With a heart that God, you give me this money and I'm giving it back to you. You help me raise this money, I'm giving it to you. It is my seed to you. And I'm doing it willingly. Nobody is forcing me. If you read in the message, look at the message of this verse. It says, I want each of you to take plenty of time to think it over and make up your own mind what you will give. Do you see? Make up your own mind what you will give. Let's read the BBA. You see it. It says, let every man do after the purpose of his heart, not giving with grief or by force. With grief or by force. For God takes pleasure in a ready giver. So don't give out of grief. Do you see? Out of compulsion. You know, that, that is what it means when it says you are giving grudgingly. Look at the next verse. Let's read in the Amplified. Uh, verse 7, rather, in the Amplified. It says, let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purpose in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. For God loves, he takes pleasure in, prize above other things and is unwilling to abandon or to, to do without a cheerful joy is prompt to do it, giver whose heart is in his giving. So your heart must be in your giving. Your heart must be. Your heart is the seat of your soul, the center of your life, your whole being. Do you see? Go back to verse 6. Verse 6. He says, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. He which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Let's read the Amplified. Remember this. He who sows sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. Have you seen it? Sparingly and grudgingly. As you are giving the thing, there are grudges in your heart. There are complaints in your heart. I don't know why I'm even doing this. I wish I could use this money for something else. Why are they compelling me to give it to God? No, it shouldn't be like that. You must have a willing heart. A willing heart. So start working on your heart. The money is ready. Your bounty is ready. But how are you going to offer your bounty to the Lord? You must offer your bounty to the Lord with a ready heart. With a willing heart. It's so important to God. So that your sacrifice might be acceptable. An order of sweet smell. An order of sweet smell. Do you see? Well pleasing to the Lord. Acceptable. A sacrifice that is acceptable before the Lord. Now, let me show you some more. Look at Exodus chapter 25. Let's read this time around from verse 1. Exodus 25 from verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they bring me an offering of every man that giveth it willingly with his heart. He shall take my offering. Do you see? He says, every man that giveth it willingly with his heart, ye shall take my offering. Your heart, like I said, is the center of your being. If you read in Hebrews 4 from the story, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a designer of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So the heart is a place for thoughts and intents. Why are you doing what you're doing? What's going on in your heart? What is going on in the center of your being? Do you see? Your heart is for that purpose. For thoughts. For intents. For purposes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he, he wants you to do it willingly from within. That God, I'm giving this to you. It is my offering. It is my seed. To you. And do it freely. Do it freely. Not under compulsion. Not drudgingly. Not by force. Not with grievances in your heart. No. He wants you to give it freely. That's how your offering becomes acceptable to the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Can I show you some more? Okay, now. So let's go back to Exodus. Exodus chapter 25. Verse 2 now. It says, Speak unto the children of Israel that they bring me an offering of every man that giveth it willingly with his heart. You shall take my offering. Then he goes on to verse 3. He says, And this is the offering which you shall take of them, gold and silver and brass. Then he goes on and on and on. and on. So he shows you what you want, but then he tells you that I want every man that is willing. Willing. So in your heart, in your thoughts, your innermost thoughts, which is your heart, know that we are giving freely, willingly to the Lord. Nobody has forced me to do this. I'm doing this because I love God, because I appreciate God, because I have a certain value of God, and I'm ready to lavish on God for his work, for his kingdom to be promoted to his glory and to his praise. Yes, we have other reasons. You may want, because it's seed sowing, so you are sowing a seed expecting a harvest. But first of all, remember that you are giving it freely to the Lord. That's the, that's the major reason why you are giving. You are giving it freely to the Lord for his kingdom to advance, for his house to go forward. That's the main thing. Then the other things can follow. Hallelujah. You can expect so with expectation, knowing that even as you are giving this, probably this is your last. You know that it is the beginning of another level of promotion for you altogether. Hallelujah. But let the primary thing be because of the Lord. It's for the Lord. This is for the Lord. And out of my heart, my free heart, I'm giving it to the Lord. Now, let me show you some more. In Exodus chapter 35, we see a similar thing there. Exodus 35 from verse 5. Take it from among you an offering unto the Lord. Whosoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it. An offering of the Lord, gold and silver and brass. Now, let's read the Amplified of this. He says, take from among you an offering to the Lord. Whoever is of a willing and generous heart, let him bring the Lord's offering, gold, silver, and bronze. Willing and generous heart. Willing and generous heart. So it's your generosity towards God's kingdom. Hallelujah. So I don't know if you like what I'm saying. Now look at verse 6. King James, please. He says, and blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine lining, and goat's hair. He shows them what to bring. Now go to verse 21. Verse 21. And they came, everyone whose heart stirred him up, and everyone whom his spirit made willing. And they brought, they brought the Lord's offering to the work of the tabernacle of the congregation, and for all his service, and for the holy garments. Verse 22. And they came, both men and women, as many as were willing-hearted. And brought bracelets and earrings and rings and tablets, not iPads and tablets. This is another one. All jewels of gold, and every man that offered offered an offering of gold unto the Lord. Have you seen it? They were willing hearted. Their spirit stirred within them to give to the Lord willingly for his for the cause of his house. So that is it's a very good reason to give. Don't don't look so much at what you're going to receive yet. As you're offering it, offer it to God because it's for you. Lord, this is my offering to you. This is my seed. This is what I was able to gather. I heard that we were building your house, and this is what I was able to gather for you. Lord, this is my offering, my sacrifice of praise to you. Hallelujah. Now, look at, jump to verse 29. Same book, same chapter, verse 29 now. It says, the children of Israel brought a willing offering unto the Lord. Every man and woman whose heart made them willing to bring for all manner of work which the Lord had commanded to be made by the hand of Moses. If you've noticed, there's no mention of they receiving anything here. It's God in perspective. Remember, we are giving to God. It's God in perspective. This is for the Lord. That's the primary reason why we are giving today. And you must check your heart. Put your heart in proper place. Arrange things in order of priority. The first thing is that we are giving to God. It's for the Lord. And I'm willingly giving to the Lord. Then the others follow. I'm giving to God because I'm expecting something back. Because he says that he shall multiply your seed stone. That's the truth. He says he shall bring you great grace. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Let's read from verse 7 into verse 8 in the Amplified. Let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purpose in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. For God loves, he takes pleasure in, prizes above other things, and is unwilling to do it, to abandon or to do without a cheerful, just prompt to do it giver. Whose heart is in his giving? Verse 8. Then he says, and God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. So that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient. Possessing enough to require no aid or support. And furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I don't know if you are seeing it. So it's with God in perspective. And as you do with God in perspective, he says he's able to make all grace abound to you. So, the first things first. Go back to Philippians chapter 4. I read Philippians 4, 18 to you. I didn't read verse 19 to you. Look at Philippians 4, 18. It says, but I have all and abound and I'm full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice well acceptable, well pleasing to God. It, they gave it to the Lord. Do you see? Then, look at the next verse. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. They didn't put their need as rest. They gave to God willingly. And God supplied their needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So I'm just saying these things to help you. Position your heart well. Okay? Position your heart well. Sometimes, some of us get into trouble because what you sacrifice is not sacrificed to God properly. It's rejected because it is not well-pleasing to God. You have other things going on in your mind. Gradually, your heart is not open. You see, God is not a lottery. I'm giving five cities. I'm expressing 50 cities after two months. If it doesn't come, God, you are in trouble. That's a wrong heart to give to God. You see, yeah. God is God. He's God. Hallelujah. Now, look at First Chronicles chapter 29. I don't know if you like what I'm saying. I have so many scriptures to share with you today. First Chronicles 29 from verse 2. First Chronicles 29 from verse 2. This is David talking about his preparation for the house of the Lord and the preparation of the people for the house of the Lord, building the house of the Lord. He says, Now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God, the gold for things to be made of gold, and the silver for things of silver, and the brass for things of brass, the iron for things of iron, and wood for things of wood, only stones and stones to be set, glistering stones and of diverse colors, and all manner of precious stones and marble stones in abundance. Moreover, because I've set my affection to the house of my God, that was his primary thing. He says, my affection has been set to the house of my God. That's all. I have of my own proper good of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God, over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house. Verse 4. Even 3,000 talents of gold, of the gold of warfare, and 7,000 talents of refined silver, to overlay the walls of the house, houses withal. The gold for things of gold and the silver for things of silver. And for all manner of work to be made by the hands of artificers. And who then is willing to consecrate his service this day unto the Lord? Who is willing? He called the people, called for the people. Who is willing to consecrate his service this day unto the Lord? Who is willing to give like I've given? Look at your next verse, six. Then the chief of the fathers and princes of the tribes of Israel and the captains of thousands and of hundreds with the rulers of the king's work offered willingly. They offered willingly. In other words, if you are not willing, what does it mean? It means that someone is forcing you. If you are not willing, it means that you have other reasons. I don't want to do this, but they are telling me to do it, so I'll do it. No. Don't sow your seed because they said you should sow your seed. Sow it because you love God and you love his house and you want to see his house built. Check your heart. I'm basically helping you check your heart. You've got the seed, but now I'm helping you check your heart so that you can give out of a willing heart. That is what makes your offering acceptable and more pleasing to God. Not all. They say they are giving. Okay, let's home. The Bible says that the rich men were giving out of their abundance. They didn't think about it. It wasn't part of their thought processes. They were giving, but then it wasn't out of their heart. Jesus was standing behind the offering bowl and watching what everybody was giving. And as they were giving, he says the rich men came to come and give. And this poor widow came with her two mites and came to drop her offering. And when she dropped the offering, Jesus called the disciples. This is Mark chapter 12. He called the disciples and said, come and see something great that has happened. This woman has given all her living. She has given all her living. She has God in perspective. She's given to the Lord out of her pure heart. Do you see? So, brothers and sisters, don't, don't just depart with the, oh, the, sweet son of God, we, okay, we have given some. So that when they ask you, how much did you give? You can see that, oh, I gave this. And feel big. No, that's not the reason. We are offering everything we are offering to the Lord. It's to the Lord. It's our worship to the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Go back to First Chronicles 29. Let's continue from where we stopped. I don't know if you like my message. It's a beautiful Sunday morning. Beautiful seed sowing Sunday morning. What a blessing. Now go to verse 7. It says, And gave for the service of the house of God of gold 5,000 talents and 10,000 drams 
and of silver 10,000 talents, and of brass 18,000 talents, and 100,000 talents of iron. I don't probably don't understand some of the things you are mentioning, but Amplified mentions it, but I don't want us to read it. He says, And they with whom precious stones were found gave them to the treasure of the house of the Lord by the hand of Jehiel, the Geshonite. Do you see? Now, this group of people gave to the treasure of the Lord. They were all given to the treasure of the Lord. They were giving above and beyond what was needed. They didn't ask God, ah, but now it's full, it's enough. Do you see? It's enough. There's, the gold storehouse is full. What are you going to use that for? Let's keep the rest. They didn't think like that. They gave more and more and more. Hallelujah. Some people say that about, it's too much. What is God going to do with this? Don't say that. And they with whom precious stones were found gave them to the treasure of the house of the Lord by the hand of Jael the Geshonite. Then the people rejoiced for that they offered willingly because with perfect heart they offered willingly to the Lord. And David the king also rejoiced with great joy. Hallelujah. They offered willingly. They offered with a perfect heart. Perfect heart. No grievances in their heart. No questionings. No grudges. No thoughts of negative thoughts. No thoughts of regrets. Why am I giving this? No. They gave willingly. That's what makes, that's the first thing that makes your offering acceptable before the Lord. Now, let's read the message version of this. Verse 9. And the people were full of a sense of celebration. All that giving and all giving willingly, freely. Freely. King David was exuberant. They gave it freely. Hallelujah. You don't want your offering to be rejected, do you? Like Cain's was. So give your offering today with an open heart, a free heart, knowing that you are giving to the Lord. I'm giving to the Lord. This thing is of the Lord and for his house. I want to see his house go forward. That's my first reason. Every other one comes second. Every other one comes second. So put things in proper perspective. I know you are sowing because you want to reap big time. Because seed time and harvest. It's still all in the Bible. Seed time and harvest will never cease. There's a time to sow and see your harvest. But remember, the reason why we are doing this is because we are doing it for the Lord. We've been, we are giving to the Lord. That's the first priority. Then the others follow. Seed time and harvest will show forth. So as you are giving your seed, give your seed knowing that you are going to see more coming to you. You are going to see, you are going to be promoted. Like he said concerning Abraham, I'm going to be promoted. This is my day of promotion. If you are promoted on a certain day, what happens? You become very excited, right? Yeah. Are you excited when you are promoted at work? Yeah. If you are called, you probably are receiving a pay of 2,000 Ghana cities, and then you are called, or you are receiving $2,000, you are called, and then they tell you they are, they are going to pay you 4,000 cities. Or $5,000. Double of what you were are, you are getting before. Or more than double of what you were getting before. What are you going to do? Are you going to be quiet? And so I've been promoted. I've been promoted. You'll not do that. You'll be very excited. You'll start jumping all over the place. That is what happened to the children of Israel in this particular place. That's the second way you give your offering. You give your offering cheerfully with exuberant joy. You give your seed cheerfully. So today you are going to dance. You are going to give. As you are sending in your offering, as you are sending in your seed, as you are bringing it in cash, whatever it is that you are going to do, as you are sending it to the bank, whatever it is that you are going to be doing, however mode you have chosen to send your offering or send your seed, as you are doing it, as you are sending it, send it with joy because you know that promotion has come. So you do it with joy, with excitement, knowing that the Bible says in Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when ye pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. Says, Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, when you pray, the day you pray for whatever it is that you desire, he says, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. So the day you receive what you ask for is different from the day you have what you ask for. There are two different days altogether. There's a time frame. And depending on what you did with the first one, the second one may or may not come. So you receive from God the day you pray. You receive answers to your prayer the day you pray. Then you can have the physical manifestation in your hand later on in your life. And that's what Jesus said. That's what faith is all about. So we give with joy because that is our way of expressing our faith. 
that whatever it is that we are giving for, whatever it is, whatever we have in our hearts, in our minds, apart from giving to the Lord, whatever, it, whatever else it is that you have in your heart, probably you are giving, you are giving the seed to see some breakthroughs in your business. You are giving the seed to see some breakthroughs in your academics. You are giving the seed to see some, some things happening around you to be promoted. Start rejoicing because your answer has come. As you are releasing the money, your answer has come. That is the day you receive answers to your prayer. Then you shall have them later on. This principle applies to everything that you can receive from God. You receive it the day you ask for it. Not five days after. Not when you see it physically. No. So they gave cheerfully because they knew that whatever else was on their heart had been fulfilled to the glory of God. So go back to First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 9. In the message, he says, And the people were full of a sense of celebration. They were full of a sense of celebration. All that giving and all given willingly, freely. Then he says, King David was exuberant. Do you understand exuberant? He was, he was so joyful, super joyful. Ex ecstasy upon ecstasy. Glorious excitement. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because they knew that whatever it is that they were looking for from God, whatever other reason was there, apart from giving to the Lord, had been received, had been fulfilled. So you give what? Cheerfully. You give cheerfully with exuberant joy. Let's read the Amplified. It's nice in the Amplified too. It says, Then the people rejoiced because these had given willingly for the whole and blameless heart they had offered freely to the Lord. King David also rejoiced greatly. It's a day to rejoice what? Greatly. Hallelujah. I don't know if you like what I'm saying. 2 Corinthians 9, 7. Let's read it in the Amplified. 2 Corinthians 9, 7. Let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purpose in his heart, not reluctantly or surefully or under compulsion. For God loves. He takes pleasure in. Prizes above other things. And is unwilling to abandon or to do without. A cheerful, joyous, prompt to do its giver whose heart is in his giving. A cheerful, joyous, prompt to do its giver. So as you are going to give, we are coming to give today. Give joyfully. Give cheerfully. Give rejoicing. Dance to the glory of the Lord. Shout to the glory of the Lord because my promotion has come. What did he tell Abraham? He told him that because of this thing that you have done. Let's read it. Genesis chapter 22. Verse 16. Genesis 22 from verse 16. And said, let's read from verse 15, so we can understand it very well. And the, the angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I have sworn by myself, says the Lord, that since you have done this and have not withheld from me or be, begrudged giving me your son. Have you seen it? I don't know if you're seeing it. This amplified. That's why it's plenty like that. And said, I have sworn by myself, says the Lord, that since you have done this, and have not withheld from me or begrudged giving me your son, your only son, in blessing, I will bless you. This is what is coming upon your life this morning. He says, in blessing, because you are giving this your seed that you have not withheld from the Lord, begrudgingly held from the Lord, but you are giving it out. He says, in blessing, I will bless you. And in multiplying, I will multiply your descendants like the stars of the heavens and like the sun on the seashore. And your seed, heir, will possess the gates of his, of his enemies. Verse 18. And in your seed, Christ, shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. And by him, bless themselves, because you have heard and obeyed my voice. You have heard the Lord, and you have obeyed his voice in giving what you are coming to give. Hallelujah. So give with joy, because this is your day of promotion. Today is your day of promotion. I don't know, like I asked, if you are, if you are going to be promoted, giving a double of what you're earning, you don't keep quiet. You don't do it sad. You do it with joy. Hallelujah. So it's time to be excited. It's time to be joyful. I don't know about you, but I'm ready. I'm ready to release my bounty to the Lord. I'm ready to cash in on my blessings. I'm ready to sponsor the gospel. I'm ready to be a cheerful, joyous giver whose heart is in his giving. He says God is unwilling to abandon, to do without or abandon a giver whose heart, a cheerful, joyous giver whose heart is in his giving. Hallelujah. Look at Acts chapter 2. Let's read from verse 44. Acts 2 from verse 44. I'm just exhorting you briefly. It says, And all that believed were together and had all things common 
and sold their possessions. These are the disciples, okay, the early church. They sold their, their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Amazing. He says they gave to the Lord and they gave it joyfully. They broke bread and ate joyfully together. It all began with the giving. They gave joyfully. So this is the day to be joyful. It's a day to be excited. So give joyfully. Give with a cheerful, joyous, exuberant heart. Hallelujah. These are the two qualifications that you need to help you for your offering to be acceptable before the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9 from verse 8. I want to pronounce these blessings upon you and we'll give. After we give, we'll come back again and I'll pronounce more blessings on you to the glory of God. So don't go away. Stay on, okay? He says, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you. Let's read the Amplified. And God is able to make all grace, every earthly blessing, come to you in abundance. Brothers and sisters, as you're giving your seed this morning, I pray and release that all grace upon your life. That favor and earthly blessing is coming upon you in abundance this morning to the glory of God. As you are giving with a willing heart, giving cheerfully, grace is released. All grace. He says God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. It's coming to you in abundance. Great grace is being released to you right now. Grace for your business. Grace for your family. Grace for your children. Grace for every single thing concerning your life. Grace for your academics. Grace for your future. Grace for your work. Grace for your business. Grace for every single thing concerning you. Grace for your health. Grace for your mind. Grace is released. All grace. is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. So that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient. I proclaim self-sufficiency upon your life. No matter the need around you, you are sufficient. You are self-sufficient in the name of the Lord Jesus. Possessing enough to require no aid or support. You will not require aid or support because you have more than enough every time in the name of the Lord Jesus. As you are given to the Lord willingly out of a pure heart, out of a gracious heart, out of a joyful, cheerful heart, great grace is abounding to you right now. All sufficiency is abounding towards you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will possess enough to require no aid or support. And you are furnished in abundance for every good work and every charitable donation. You will have more than enough every single day of your life. You are banned from being barren in any form, in any way in the name of the Lord Jesus. From this day forward, this marks the beginning of your prosperity, the beginning of your strength, the beginning of your goodness, the beginning of your power, the beginning of an of advancement, the beginning of new ideas, new strategies that are coming to you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Look at verse 9. As it is written, He, the benevolent person, scatters abroad. He gives to the poor. His deeds of justice and goodness and kindness and benevolence will, for, will go on and endure forever. This thing that you're doing, this seed that you're giving will go on forever. It will endure forever. You will harvest from this seed for the rest of your life. He said in his word that as long as the heavens and the earth remain, seed time and harvest will never cease. As you are sowing today, your harvest will never cease. You will harvest and harvest and harvest and harvest. He says that your benevolence will go on and endure forever. This kindness that you are doing for the Lord and for his house will go on forever. It will be a memorial before God. Just as Cornelius' giving and almsgiving came to the Lord as a, as a memorial, you will be remembered all the time. You will never fall into trouble. You will be delivered from trouble of, on every side of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord is sending his defense into your life. Just as Job was defended because of his giving to the Lord, you are defended in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every head around you is brought closer together than it was before. Defense. The Lord is your defense like never before. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Look at verse 10. Blessings. The Lord is releasing blessings upon you. This And God will provide seed for the sower. And bread for eating. 
will also provide and multiply your, your resources for sowing. Your resources for sowing is multiplied. Other version says, what you sow is multiplied. Whatever you have sowed today, whatever you are going to sow today, is multiplied back to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Is multiplied back to you in the name that everything, in the name that heaven, earth, and everything under the earth responds to. In the mighty name of Jesus, I release His blessings upon your life. That you advance, you go forward, you increase, you do well on every sphere of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And God will provide seed for the sower and bread for eating. Will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing. And increase the fruits of your righteousness. Which manifests itself in active goodness, kindness and charity. From henceforth, your goodness is increasing. Your kindness has increased. Your love has increased. That fruit that you need for eating. That it says it supplies bread for eating. All that you require for your life, for every sphere of your life, is supplied to you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. It says, my God shall supply all your needs. I stand as a man of God and I speak to you that all your needs are supplied according to his riches in glory. From henceforth, the windows of heaven are open. The portals of heaven are open for you. Your father and my father walks on gold. He says that the earth is mine and the fullness thereof. All the wealth of this earth is yours from henceforth in the name of the Lord Jesus. All the wealth of this earth is yours from henceforth and you shall see it happening physically around you in the name of the Lord Jesus. From henceforth, you will see good days all the rest of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You are blessed and highly favored. Isaiah chapter 60. More blessings. More blessings. Be speaking in tongues wherever you are. Oh, thank you, Lord. From verse 1. He says, Arise, shine, for thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I'm just speaking these words over your life. Arise and shine. Because you see from henceforth, from henceforth, from today onwards, it's time for you to shine. It's time for you to shine on every side of your life. It's time for you to shine in that business. I know there are other people doing that same business. I know there are other people doing that same thing that you're doing. But it is time for your shining in the name of the Lord Jesus. It's time for you to be heard of. It's time for you to be magnified. As he said to Joshua, from today will I begin to magnify you before the eyes of Israel. From today you'll be, you'll be magnified before the eyes of all those that you work with. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you'll be magnified in your health, in your strength, in your grace, in, your, in every single thing about you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, arise, shine, for thy light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Verse 2, for behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. No matter what is happening in this world right now, you are exempted from that. All the financial challenges that are going on around in this world, you are officially out of that challenge. You are officially out. You have been marked by God. You have been marked by God. Israel was marked by God and blessed by God. Even though things were happening around them, they had their own atmosphere that they walked in in the desert from henceforth. That atmosphere that Israel had, that prevented their shoes from growing old, that prevented their feet from swelling is brought into your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are protected on every side. Even though gross darkness covers the people, it says, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. From henceforth, the glory of the Lord shall be seen in your life. That glory of God that is hidden in your spirit will start showing forth outside in the name of the Lord Jesus. Go forth and advance. Be blessed. Increase on every side. Prosper. Be in health. Dwell in grace. Dwell in peace. That peace that supposed to understand is granted to you in a special way from henceforth the name of the Lord Jesus. You will never ever go down in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Look at the next verse. It says, And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. I see people coming to your rising. It says, The Gentiles shall come to your light. You are the light of the world. As you shine from henceforth, many are going to come. That business has been obscure in times past. Is coming out of obscurity from henceforth in the name of the Lord Jesus. From today onwards, you are banned from being obscure in any form, in any way. Whatever you touch shall prosper in a very special way. That blessing that comes with doing these great things for the Lord is released upon your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, go forth and prosper. Go forth and prosper. Go forth and prosper. Look at the next verse. It says, lift up your eyes, run about and see start seeing from henceforth that that ability to see to see what god is doing 
your vision, your, the eyes of your understanding is enlightened in a special way. You can see what the Lord is doing in your life. You shall see what God is doing from henceforth. Whatever has caused you spiritual blindness, this giving has taken away that spiritual blindness. All spiritual dumbness, spiritual lameness is taken away completely in the name of the Lord Jesus. From henceforth, you can advance, you can go forward. Whatever it is that you're expecting for this thing to do for you, is going to do for you in abundance in the name of the Lord Jesus. As you have believed and are giving, you will see multiplications for you on every side. Hallelujah. I just want to read some more blessings upon your life. Hallelujah. I don't know if you like blessings. Look at Psalm 84 verse 7. Psalm 84 verse 7. It says, They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. They go from strength to strength. From henceforth, your strength, your physical strength is advancing in the name of the Lord Jesus. Your spiritual strength, you are strong spiritually to do all that God has designed for you to do in the name of the Lord Jesus. Your strength will keep going higher and higher and higher and higher in the name of the Lord Jesus. He says, you shall serve me and I shall, I shall bless your bread. Your bread is blessed. Your water is blessed. He says, I shall take away sickness from out of them. Whatever sickness, whatever disease that has plagued you in times past. Maybe you are giving because you want something to be taken out of your body. Some sickness will be taken out of you. That sickness is taken out right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare you strong. He says, they go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. From henceforth, you are banned from being weak in any way, in any form, any weakness on any side of your life, in your mind, in your heart, in your body, in your spirit. Whatever weakness you feel vanishes right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. These are the blessings that are related to the giving covenant. As you are practicing that giving covenant this morning, your strength is increasing yet more and more. I want to show you some more. Hallelujah. Psalm 41 verse 3. Psalm 41 verse 3. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Thou will make all his bed in his sickness. Hallelujah. Says the Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Whatever bed of languishing you are lying on right now. He says that the Lord will make him. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of his languishing. You are strengthened with might. By his spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You are banned from being weak in any form. Even as you are given to the Lord lavishly and bountifully. Increase is yours. Grace is yours. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. Look at Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. The blessing of the Lord. Proverbs 10 22. The blessing of the Lord. He maketh rich. And he added no sorrow. Sorrow free blessings are coming to you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. That blessing that brings that adds riches to you from henceforth, riches is added to you on every side of your life without sorrow. Sorrow free blessings is released upon your life this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hey, keep giving, keep giving, do what you're supposed to do, do what you're supposed to do. I see you strengthened with might by His Spirit in your inner man. I see you going from strength to strength in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the Bible says that Noah built God an altar and sacrificed upon it. And from that day, God said that the curse has been taken. Whatever curse has been following you in times past, hey, because of your ignorance from henceforth, that curse is broken completely in the name of the Lord Jesus. Nothing hatched out from hell can touch you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you are blessed, sealed, and sanctified on every side of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Look at Exodus. Exodus 23, 26. It says, There shall nothing cast thy young, nor be barren in thy land. Listen, from henceforth. I said from henceforth. You are banned from being barren in any form. If you are looking for a child, this is your day. Because you have given to the Lord, that child is showing forth a year from now, you are going to have your child in your hand. In the name of the Lord Jesus. He says that they shall not think cast their young, nor be barren in our land. No one will be barren amongst us in any form or in any way. Your business is banned from being barren. Everything about you is banned from being barren. You are born from being barren in your mind. You are born from being barren in your job. You are born from being barren in your academics. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you are born from being barren in your body. Everything that you produce, everything that you touch is blessed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then it says, the number of their days I will fulfill. 
the number of thy days I will fulfill. Listen, the blessings of long life is resting upon your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will cross 70 with ease. You will cross 80 with ease. You will cross 90 with ease. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And you are crossing it with health, with strength. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says that Caleb was 80 years old. And he stood and said that, give me that mountain. Let me take that mountain of giants. At age 80, you will not be crying for someone to hold you. At age 80, you'll be standing strong. Moses started his ministry at age 80. At age 80. Listen, long life is yours. Seed time and harvest. You will harvest long life all the days of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Long life. Long life. Long life. Long life. You are banned from dying at a young age. Your, your poster will not come with water shock on it. Because of your giving, you are going to live and live and live and live and live and live. Strength and health is granted to you. Long life is granted to you. Job chapter 36 verse 11. Job chapter 36 verse 11. Oh, brother, sister, you're advancing. Because of what you're doing, you have given willingly, lavishly to the Lord. Keep giving. Like I said, keep giving. He says, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Listen, you have obeyed God. You are serving God with your money. He says they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. From henceforth, you shall spend your days in prosperity. You will be rich from henceforth to the day you die and leave this earth. You will never see poverty in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Never ever again. From henceforth, you and poverty are, are not friends any longer. I curse poverty in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Because you have obeyed and served the Lord with your money, he says, you shall spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. You are banned from sorrow, from tears, from heartbreaks, from anything that will destroy your life. You will spend your years in pleasures. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's Word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T Podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.